I'm Behumit. And I'm Jesse. Welcome to The Monologues. Welcome back and Happy New Year. From beautiful landscapes, thousands of planets, terror morphs, and spaceship design, this time on The Monologues, we're making another go at Starfield, the expansive open-world RPG from Bethesda. And what better way to pair that than with a brew from one of our favorite breweries with Boulevard's Dark Crater. I'm, I just, what am I going to do? What am I going to do with you? <laughs> it was last, last week was the, the week of fuck ups this week. Just yeah. get it going, man. Yeah. You had like one little, uh, terror murmurs <laughs> and, then you just, <laughs> and then you just went, I got no, you like you auto corrected. Yeah. And you usually, if you have a hiccup, it stays that way and you're like fucking trash. <laughs> but this just, time you just like, you just like got back on the road. You're like, nah, I'm getting this done today. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to go with it. Well, as obviously we've done this one before, um, second time, second round for Starfield. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I mean, I don't even know where to begin. I love it. I love so much about it. I do. I mean, we're going to just get this big elephant out of the room right away. I do acknowledge and understand a lot of the gripes and okay. we'll get into that. I do. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get into that as we peel back the thousands yeah. of terramorph layers here. All right. All right. So, yeah, I mean, I guess. Um, I did not go back to the last episode. So that's the one thing I, I guess I didn't do is I didn't go back to the last episode and kind of, uh, figure out where we left off. So this is going to kind of be a jump back into the game and most likely what most people are going to experience kind of coming back to this game is like just picking back up and any type of RPG and how easy is it to get back into the game. And I can tell you, um, you know, from my experience, it wasn't exactly smooth just jumping back in after having a, just a couple of weeks off even. So, hmm. yeah, I, it's weird, man. Maybe it's, and it's gotta be, I I'm trying to give everything a cushion for my bias, but I actually felt the opposite because, you know, I don't have a lot of time to play all at mm-hmm. once. And so I found myself doing more sporadic jumping in and out. And I was like, I was really worried this whole time that what would happen is a week or two would go by before I get a chance to play it. And I would just be like, right, I'm done. I, can't get back into it, but I actually haven't had a lot of issues and I don't know if it's because it might be actually a negative reason why it's been easier to get back into. I don't feel like for a, well, I mean, I guess a lot of Bethesda games, they don't really, I wouldn't say they're just like, they're, they're so open and let you live a life that you want to, and then have right. storyline and characters to play with. It's almost been easier for me than like the Witcher or a final fantasy game almost because like i just i can jump back in and i already know what i was doing i was pretty pretty much exploring space and the quest lines that i have done have not been immersive or as extensive as some of the other ones in like their past games so like for mm. instance let's get into okay yeah let me so, explain. Let's, so there's a couple different storylines that i think we purposely i purposely tackled after you mentioned them and then i went through and just to kind of catch everybody up with like where we made it to. I, I guess maybe we start off with that. I, I think maybe we start off with the first thing is pouring yeah, this damn beer. Let's so. get this dark cratered Doppelbach open 12 and a half percent. So yeah, this is an Imperial stout double aged in Cabernet oh. wine barrels and whiskey barrels. So this is going to be um, pretty tasty. I would assume you can kind of smell the cab on it. It's yeah. Oh yeah. You can smell the cab on that. Wow. That is very Star Wars glass, very fitting. Um, yeah, very fitting. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't own a Starfield glass yet. So when I do, 
I imagine uh, this is probably going to be a bit on the bourbony side, a little bit alcoholic in taste, just based on the nose of it. It's, I would be surprised if they managed to burn that off. Also, it's amber colored. You see that? It's like a dark amber. I kind of was expecting almost to be darker when you said imperial stout. Barrel aged lager, Doppelbach. Um, I mean, it is it, it is dark for this for sure. Ooh, yeah. Do you see that? Let me go grab. Let me go grab another one. That's got like. I mean, it, you know what's funny? It actually reminds me of wine because it's got like sediment in it. Like you get out of some wine. Yeah, sediment is not unusual for beer, uh, but that is definitely. I thought maybe you grabbed the proper pour by accident that if you had an extra one of those. Oh, holy shit. Maybe give me two seconds. Let me make sure I've got the right one here. Because they do look similar when I was out there. I, was I like, think I did. So I'm looking at the bottle now. I've got. No, not the proper pour. No. Yeah, I've got the proper pour. No. <laughs> we were, we were going to put that in a cellar and save it. Mm-hmm. Guess you're getting a little tipsy tonight, boy. Well, I guess I am too, because I'm pouring the second one because I already cracked it open. All right. My bad. Man. I mean, well. go grab let me go grab the right one. <laughs> All right. Well, it in, is indeed not an imperial <laughs> stout, double stout, double-aged. That is my proper pour. That was mighty tasty, and it's still mighty tasty, though I was waiting for another year for those adjuncts to burn off a bit. I'll tell you what, I'll do my best to find you one of those hidden somewhere. I know just the store to check out. They might have some of those. They always have those goose limited edition ones stashed around. I'll see if they have any of those. Although, that it's kind of funny the way territory goes. I've talked about this. They have a lot of troubles getting Boulevard down there, because the, the Miller rep distributes it over there, and they don't can't ever get uh, Boulevard, but... Yeah, I'll see. I'll see what I can do. Well, I am an idiot, so I'm not <laughs> worried about it. I will just enjoy it tonight. Yeah, I mean, you only earlier than I would have expected. So this is just a barrel aged lager, Doppelbach, and we are yeah. So yeah, you'll have to actually explain a little but, bit more about what it is because it's just saying barrel aged. Yeah, I think, and we've and this done is very, before, but if you smell it, you still smell that kind of wine cab. That's why when you said that, I was like, I didn't see where you were reading that, but I went, it does kind of have that wine well, funk to it a little bit. No, yeah, that was definitely the proper pour that has the cab all over it. Mm-hmm. This definitely does not have that nose. I, right. Um, not, not nearly the same. Like if, <laughs> I wish you had both of these to smell next to each other because they don't smell quite anything alike. This has got a definite uh, alcohol smell to it. A little bit of a, you can smell the barrel, but I well, can't I'm not, pick out what kind of barrel. I'm not opening mine, especially if I can find you another one. And we're going <laughs> to save that baby. That might be a redemption episode 300 in or some shit. <laughs> I mean, if we make it that long. <laughs> so, yeah, no, this I, is interesting. I am definitely seeing some sediment in mine as well, though I would imagine that's probably nothing terrible. No, it's probably pretty normal. Again, when you said the cab thing, I was like, dude, you some wine's really common. The wine we drink has sediment at the bottom. So all you were saying, I was like, that yeah, kind of makes sense. And then you're like, whoa, mine's pitch black. And I'm like, dude, mine's amber brown. So mm, yeah, no. And this, yeah. So the uh, dark creator, so dark creator, where it, it, it gets its name from, I have no clue, but 
it is not very dark whatsoever. It mm-hmm. is just, yeah, like you said, very, very amber. So, yeah, not quite sure. It is almost like a glass of caramel. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. Well, uh, Dark Crater is a big barrel age take on classic German style. Very, well, we'll look. We'll talk more about this, and I'm sure I can find some stuff. But, no, back to what I was saying with Starfield is you think about, and I'm going to compare it to one of their previous games. You think about a game like Skyrim. I felt like I got more wrapped up in, what was it, Winterhold, the Mages Guild? Sure. I felt like that was a much bigger quest line than some of the factions on Starfield, but I don't even necessarily say that negatively. Did like you, the I did Ryogen Industries, right? Okay. Okay, and that was pretty quick. Pretty quick to get into it. Pretty, and you do get at the end, you get an office, you get where you can get like open contracts. So there's like some continuation, but not as much storyline wise. And then I did Ryogen's not stuff. even a major faction. Is not a major fac- faction. So that would be my other comment: is did you after like this Freestar Collective? I haven't got that far yet. I was doing the UC stuff. Right, so that's because uh, I got UC so is definitely with, very much more involved, dude. It's my fun, um, it's the it's funnest like a time whole other game, yeah. And it's like a whole other side quest, yeah. It's I mean, a it's lot. like a it's a it's like a, a story in and of itself. Well, and that's why I preface this with I'm there's cushion because my biasness because I had no issues getting in and out of that, and I mm. there'd be days apart of me playing, which would almost nuke me on any other game, yeah, especially a game this big. I, but I was able to, I mean, dude, I can get lost in fixing my inventory for 45 minutes on this game just to get off of the game. I'm like, hold on, I'm done. I just, I want to take care of this because I know I'll be, yes. I don't want to take, when I get back on, I don't want to take off adventuring lugging around full weight. You know what I'm saying? Right. But part of that problem is because Bethesda, much like Bethesda always does, failed to give players a proper inventory management system. That's what they always do. They just half ass that shit into the ground. Yeah. They don't give you any filters. They don't give you any real controls. They don't give you anything to actually manage your inventory, which can be overwhelming when you start carrying 200 pounds worth of weight with you. Yeah. Because that's where my character's at now. Like, I can lug around that much stuff, and I'm, that is a lot of shit. Without certain gear, I'm at 210. and. Right. I know that I try to not leave my, and I call it my base, let's just say my ship technically. Mm-hmm. Um, I try not to leave my ship unless I'm under 130. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, but here's the thing. They did fix, I haven't tested this out. Someone told me if you're within a certain range of your ship and you can, I think you go to trade a companion maybe, you mm-hmm. can filter over to your ship. Without getting and having to board back on your ship, you could dump cargo onto your ship without actually boarding your ship. I've not not seen it work that way. I've seen where you can actually go into your ship and you can move shit from your ship onto your companion and then move it onto your person. Right. So, like, you can do that and do some funky cargo manipulation that way, but I have not seen where you can actually take it from yourself and move it into the ship. Yeah. So yeah, I've tested that, I, and I just—I mean—I've made better ships to work and carry, so you know, like three thousand yeah. pounds, which helps a lot. But oh, three thousand? Mine's like at seven. Oh no, I could add. Yeah, more, my Kepler's. Me. Yeah, so um, I went with like the Kepler R. So that's part of like what you as you go through just like the regular storyline. I think uh, I think it's part of just the regular storyline. You have like one of the missions is to go and help uh, um, Stroud Eklund. 
build a spaceship, right? Yes, yes. Then they say that, yes, I already know what you're talking about. I haven't done that part yet, but I did oh, really? actually. Yeah, I've seen people talk about that. Um, okay, so I may be farther in the game than you. So uh, Not I, more hours spent, just farther in the storyline. Yeah, so I stopped the main storyline where they wanted me to go inspect, I think it's like the religious faction talking about unity. Starborns okay. have already attacked yep. me and all that, and I fight those bitches yep. all the time. They've already attacked New Atlantis. Um, but mm-hmm. I stopped there be- because, uh, you know, you lose your, I think it's the companion that likes you the most or something. Um, second most, but yes. Sec- you cho- well, you choose, right? So no. it's on mine, you, you either, I either sh- chose I either chose to save Sarah, um, Sarah sure. that's who I was liking, or I had to go back and save Sam Coe. Right. And I chose her, so Sam died. Okay. So how anyway, I knew when that yeah. point I was like, I'm I'm getting too far to the storyline. So I did a little yeah. bit after that and then I was like, I'm gonna go do other stuff before I complete. Yeah, the mine was line. yeah, mine was set up differently so that uh my my choice was between Sarah or and it it's always around Sarah because fucking Sarah. It's some I swear to God, it it's 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 somebody's it's it's she a makeshift hates. somebody's wife. And so they just wanted to like force her who, on everybody else. Who I'm hurt like, them? I know it. Her, who hurt, her, who hurt him? her in real life. Yeah. Like this is how bad this bitch is. And y'all get experience it too now. So, but anyways, yeah, it was between her and, and, and Andresia. Dude, dude. Uh, and I went with Andresia because we need fuck, to look up. Fuck Sarah. Yeah, we need to. Well, I went with Sarah and I thought for <laughs> no. a while, I thought for a while I was starting to like her, but then I noticed like on missions, like, well, on the UC stuff with, when you meet the, I don't, want, I don't want to give too many spoilers away, which I know we're the spoiling podcast, but it's like. Um, it's been out long enough and it's got new game plus specifically for this scenario. You're meant to go through and replay this multiple times. Well. And that's where I'm at this point. So she like. fucking, yeah. I, I didn't understand. I didn't, it's not that I didn't understand. I just thought there's just a bunch of dicks out there that play the game and they don't like, she don't like what you're doing. Cause I didn't mm-hmm. really run into a lot, a lot of the dislikes. Oh no, until, she disliked everything. Right, until all of a sudden I just started getting bombarded. And dude, I pissed off the entire crew with the Ryujin shit because oh, yeah. I chose to keep the implant. Yeah. I was like, someone's gonna solve this anyway. I might as well just keep it and us be on top for now. And everybody in the whole thing was like, I need to talk to you immediately. Every, mm-hmm. Everybody was saying that to me. So I was like, Oh, okay, what's this about, dude? And mm-hmm. I would go talk to him and they're like, You're a piece of shit. Well, you really think that's the smart move? Not a single person I talked to. In my crew was okay with how I handled the Ryujin shit. Yeah, so far, well, so I, I think that might also be part of like the game and just the way they do shit. Because so I'm at Endgame and nobody just dis- nobody likes nobody has appreciated the way that I I chose to solve Endgame um, at this mm. point. So uh, yeah, I think before the whole big faux pas with beers, um, you asked what level I was and uh, before and where I am now. So le- now I'm level thirty two. And I'm I'm 34 or five. Right. So I'm level 32 and I have advanced the storyline up to the point of the last quest. Uh, I'm That's within, what I was scared of. What's it titled? Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, I think it is the, the last one is um, it's the, it's the final showdown with the, the either the hunter or the emissary. Um, so you, that's you get to I'm pick. trying to avoid that. That's the reason I didn't continue with the main. You don't have to still. You can still continue to go, and you can still fight them, and you can still play the game even after that. You don't have to start new game even after you kill them. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you have to take another quest afterwards to begin okay, new game. Right. Well, either way, either way, I'm just so saying this is that's the what last trying to avoid final quest. It's shit. a big. So I know that this one is leads up to a big 
Um, so where I was, what I spent uh, the weekend get, finishing up was um, I took, uh, well, so what I spent the weekend finishing up was I maxed out Andresia's um, relationship rep with me. Um, I did all of her quest line that I'm aware of that I can do. Um, and, uh, then I went back and did the artifacts, the last two artifacts that the, um, uh, the, uh, 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 constellation needs to get. And that was, that's the two that you have to go get before you go back and you actually get them. There's two quests that are in there. One of them is just like a standard, go pick up the artifact. The other one is highly interesting. It's really cool. And uh, if you actually go through it and can do it right, it, it feels really good. It's it's a pretty fun storyline, um, and it's actually not short either. Um, that one uh, probably took me about f- three or four hours to get through. Let me ask you a question. How, you played Oblivion, right? Mm-mm. Just Skyrim? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I okay. literally just started with Skyrim. But you played Fallout 2. Or, mm-hmm. You know, not number two, but you played Fallout. I played Fallout mm-hmm. 1, 2, 3. And didn't play for that much. I'm mm-hmm. kind of backwards from everybody else. Um, yeah, so I play from New Vegas on. Right. And that's really it. So what I feel like, and this is just a opinion, 100% opinion. A lot of the people that I think are freaking out about this game don't have the experiences on the older ones in the main quest line. Because up until Skyrim, I don't think like Elder Scrolls 3 or 4... You didn't play those games for the main storyline. Like, you knew you were something special because they all start off like that. Kind of letting you know you're this person, like the whole shackles thing, you know. You're in some kind of... I told you, Vardenfell started the same way, Elder Scrolls 3. Right. Um, Now, I didn't play the other two on computer. I think they're remastering one or redoing one for people. But that's beside the point. Daggerfall, maybe. I don't know. doesn't matter. Um, So, I think people have an un... I think people have a, a different expectation on this game, saying it's all this and you do all this and this amazing stuff. Because... Again, so I backed off the main storyline, but I wasn't near as interested in the main storyline as I... I mean, I love... Don't get me wrong. That's that's a hard thing to explain because I'm obsessed with space and the galaxies and Starborn. I love all that shit. But mm-hmm. I actually got way more psyched and interested in those UC mission lines. That that whole... The whole Terramorph thing, all of it. I got way more... And going to Londinium, like... Dude, that shit, I was like all about it. And I didn't even know I liked fighting aliens that much, but... I mean, it actually provided you something to do. Like the main story just doesn't. That's part of the problem with yeah. Starfield. Like the main storyline is really kind of lackluster. Like um, I said, um, I kind of feel like Oblivion, though, in Elder Scrolls 3 was the same way. Yeah, I even look, even going back in my mind space, like going back in memories, I'm like, what did I like about those games so much? Dude, like Elder Scrolls Three, it was when they came out with the expansions of Tribunal and Blood Moon. I spent most of my time on the Blood Moon expansion. That's what I was obsessed with. It had nothing to do with the main storyline. Not even up there in that main mm-hmm. storyline. Mm-hmm. And then I think about Oblivion. Yeah, again, wasn't obsessed with it. Skyrim, they had a better main storyline, uh, but I still was like obsessed with like the Mage School and shit, you know, in the Dark Moon right. and all that crap. You know what I mean? So I, I just think maybe that's a Bethesda thing is they don't really put enough cookies into the main storyline you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i mean that's that's probably true um i i i know that part of the thing that made it hard to come back to was the fact that it was more fun to go do the side quest shit even just like the random people you'd meet in in nowhere and you'd pick up just missions or activities or whatever um that weren't really part of anybody's anything 
and it wasn't even part of a faction quest. So like they have it separated out. That was one of the only okay things about this one is where you have main story quests, you have faction story quests, um, you have actual missions that you're you're you have active that maybe began from activities, and then you have just random ass activities where you may have just walked by somebody and they said, "Yeah, hey bitch, they come over hi. here and yeah. do something." Yeah, and then it pops up. You read it in the mm -hmm. quest log, and it's like. It says a name. You're like, I don't remember meeting Timmy. It's right. Like, yeah. Timmy like, wanted you to meet him over here and talk about this. We should probably go do it. says we, who's the we in that? I'm pretty sure the quest <laughs> said we should go talk to him. Who's the we? It's Sarah. Me she's telling fucking, you what to do. No, it's dude, Sarah. She, it. Like she's Man. making your schedule, dude. First off. Fuck that bitch. When fuck I found that out, <laughs> when I found out, no, this is kind of perfect because you're, you're not going to believe this, but this is hundred percent true. I was telling Bailey when I was playing this game, I was like, I kind of fucking hate this character. I was like, I usually love, love stories. I usually like the and no first off in like Skyrim yeah the, I mean I'm the telling whole idea you the, the intrigue story is better the I'm sure story is better right the, but listen to me I understand that and there was someone that was hurt very badly by a woman and he put her in this game I get that right One, I get that and we're, if we looked up the suicides linked to this game that were part <laughs> of the creators I'm sure you could figure out who right and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be negative or offensive I'm just saying like I'm sure you on a long enough timeline. We're going to know who it was, <laughs> you know, but that's without, without doing a lot of digging. Anyway, what I'm saying is I don't care about the weird companionship stuff. Cause I didn't play this game to have a companion. I didn't even know that was an afterthought. I found that you could even have a companion that followed you around outside of normal crew. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but like Skyrim, you had like to have a certain necklace and then you could marry people. Like it's just, I don't care what, how they tie it in. Right. Right. But at first I was like, I kept telling me, I was like, I did not even know this was a thing, nor do I care about this in the game. But I found myself trying to, like, keeping her along, not trying to make her like me by any means. I didn't know different than I would have done anyway. But then I went along through her quest line and, like, did all the shit. Well, it was before I, like, it's kind of funny. So, like, I talked to Bailey and I was like, yeah, this bitch is crazy. Like, she's stupid. I don't like this character at all. And then, like, two days later, she's like, is that that girl? I was like, yeah, I married her. She's like, what? I was like, hold on. Hold on. I was like, I found out that you go through other universes and you lose everything besides like a starboard ship. Cause I'm in that group on Facebook. That's just terrible to be. in. I don't even know why I'm still in it. It's just people just try it's people. It's a fa It's a group for fans of Starfield, but all you see is decent, nice people post something random. Like I'm 50 hours in. I really loved it. And then just 87 comments about how fucking dumb they are for liking this game. I mean, it's the yeah. worst shit I've ever seen in my life. It's social media yeah. is terrible. People it's trash. Right. So, so I was like, I told her, I was like, yeah, because now I don't care. I don't have to keep her. <laughs> like, it's just, it's, I, can, I can play with this, and when I'm done, I'm going to go through. She's gone. I could try over. I was like, in the in the universe I decide to stay in, I'll marry Andresia instead. Or fuck yeah. it, at this point, maybe Barrett. I don't know which one's going to be better at this point. I've, I've heard Barrett's got a really good storyline if you actually go through it and romance him. Um, he already is a horn dog. Maybe as well. I mean, I mean he's a dude. a dude. I get it. Like, I right? get it. Yeah. yeah like, I get it. Uh, I get it, it could be, me, and he it. seems like a wild guy. Like he seems like he's a, <laughs> a he's kind of out there. Yeah, yeah he's uh, like yeah. he's kind of you know about testing boundaries and shit. So like with the star with a starborn or something, you know, like or a terramorph <laughs> or something, you know. I mean, and he yeah, and there's more to come. About, I don't know how far you've gotten with Barrett, but like none. There's more to come with. Him. There's more to come with Barrett too. So I haven't. I like, um, and I wanted to mess with Vasco too. Um, I don't know that there's storyline for him or anything like that, but I thought about just having him follow me around. I kind of like that character. Yeah. He, did you see the part where he's like, have you heard, seen some of his dialogue that pops up? Uh -huh. Hi, 
Oh, I tried to do a social interaction. I didn't like how that worked out. <laughs> Have you yep. seen him say that? I'm like, yep. that's hilarious. Yeah. I like his most common greeting for me is like, I'm glad to, or, uh, I, I, I see you have survived your most recent sleep uh, wake cycle, something yeah. like that. I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes, I have. And yeah. it's, it's not, it's never anything like positive or glad or happy. It's just acknowledgement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a Vasco fan for sure. Yeah. Um, I was kind of hoping. So, you know, I've got ties to other sci-fi space adventures with like, I mean, everybody's played Halo. I think that exists, but I, I'm a big Mass Effect fan. Sure. And, and there isn't, uh, there is an AI, I won't get into the Mass Effect storyline, but I kind of thought you end up with another of these, um, I think it's a, not Turian, what is it? A Krogan. And the storyline works out, you may not keep one, another one pops in the storyline. And I kind of compared that to Vasco at first, and then because when you do the UC missions, that other robot, Kaiser. Oh, yeah, Kaiser. Yep, yeah. I was kind of hoping you would get to recruit him into the fold, bring him in. I was like, dude, if I can get him on my team, I'm taking him. Right. Now, there's so it's surprising. There's only a, I think there are like 20 different companions or something like that, 20-some companions. But only like four have storylines, I think. Right, that you can actually bring along. And yeah, Yeah. only a few of them actually have storylines. Um, so it is interesting when they choose to introduce those companions and how they do. Um, one of the companions I just got introduced as being a possibility came literally in one of the last, uh, um, quest lines of the main story. So, um, it's, it's of one of the ones where I was gathering the artifact just before going and fighting, um, the, the two, uh, starborns. So I do, I will say, do you remember on like, I think it was Skyrim. You could like recruit mercenaries. You could find um, mercenaries and pay them to follow you around and fight with you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. to That's me, right. this is like the evolved form of that with a lot of these. Yep. You got a storyline with some of them, but then the other ones are just really kind of a name and a merc- it's like a random AI create character. You follow you around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then, but the ones with like the better stories have all of the better perks. So yeah. that, I mean, that's, Keeps it like uh, Sam's got like super high piloting and stuff like that. So like, I'm not. I have See not the Han sl- Solo of Starfield. Yeah, pr- pretty much. Yeah, he's right. like the cowboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there is that. But uh, yeah, I mean, like, uh, there's some stuff I-, I didn't get to play, or I didn't get to. I haven't gone as far as like playing more into like how you assign your companions that you have. So like, I've got a whole host of them that I can actually put places. But I can only assign like six to my ship currently. Because um, of the leadership perks. So, yeah. Well, okay. So like my, I haven't got enough to my, right now my ship, cause I built my own, which I did not know again when I started playing Starfield uh, or when I was like, like fucking losing my mind about wanting to play this game. Mm-hmm. I didn't know shipbuilding was going to be my, one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. I didn't even know. I don't even remember if I knew that that was a thing you got to do. Yeah. Dude, there, there is quite a lot of little things to do, and I can see where if you have a particular thing you're a fan of, you can spend a ton of time doing just that one thing. Like, I've become – and I started off down the same path trying to do a lot more shipbuilding stuff. I actually became more of a fan of, like, customizing my weapons. So I just I started, started working more on that. Yeah, I started really digging into that rabbit hole. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I, I literally just started going through and trying to find, I mean, even like just to level it up, I would find even like some piddly ass guns and put some stuff on there that I wouldn't normally do just to get my level up yeah. and just sink some, uh, just sink some, uh, experience points in there or skill points in there. Um, you know, one thing I had noticed is I was like building up skill points and not spending them any place because I wasn't making it far enough down the tree. And it just kind of get got to the point you- where, um, like it, down the tree where I was wanting to go, let's say. So like I was wanting to move further down um, like some of the, the pilot or not, 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 not the piloting, but some of the spaceship space crafting stuff, but I wasn't able to move as fast down there or as further down some of the uh, combat stuff, but I wasn't able to move as quickly just because I wasn't picking up some of the other options that were already in that path. Um just because I was kind of like focused on only a couple things I wanted to do there. So it was like stockpiling skill points in the end. I kind of feel like I've been on a roller coaster with my thoughts on the skill points of this game. Mm-hmm. When I first started the game, I was like, I don't really, I put something into like combat pretty early on. Yeah. And I was like, I and fit. Well, okay. For, for cargo weight, fitness stuff. And then, um, combat. And it was very quick that I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not wasting more points in this. And at first, I was, at first, I was kind of like uh, unimpressed with skill points in this game. Mm-hmm. And then the more I played it, the more I actually think they've done a really good job of how well. And I'm not saying it's perfect. There's some flaws, for sure. But I actually like how much they've split up and how like the weird things that you can level up. I kind of like it. Some of them need work. I think the social tree needs a little work. Not the end game of it. Yeah. That second tier down, I just like none of it I was really interested well, in. I had to dump points just to get to the next, try to get down to leadership. Well, Um, yeah. Some of them definitely are like that, that, you know, social is one of those that's like that for sure. Um, You know, I think the uh, technology tree is another one that's like that. Like the bottom perks are really good, but like some of those shit in the middle is just not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, okay. So, and let me, I guess I can explain further why I thought it would be where I thought this was going to be a problem. This isn't a game where you have all these different levels of school to like magic schools to level up. Like this, you know, destruction, conjuration, illusion. <laughs> this is not. This is sci-fi. There isn't other than you having starborn abilities, which I that doesn't pop up really in the points at all. You're no, a starborn. No, not, it's all basic really. life stuff with science mixed in. Yeah, and you know, so when you look at it on the front front, you go, you, okay, okay. Of course, you can do like cargo weight stuff. I like can carry more. Of course, you could do. Uh, you know, like social stuff to sell and trade stuff, you know, for higher prices. Um, I was like, what else are you going to do in the hacking? But somehow they've managed to do like your boost packs get tied in, your weapon mm-hmm. upgrades get tied in, your output. I mean, there's so much shit that just starts getting tied in with your points where you kind of, you kind of get walled behind shit. You have to work towards, you have to, I guess what I'm trying to say is I thought leveling up was it didn't have much of a point for a while. I was like, yeah, I don't really need any of this shit. Like it's fine. And then the more I put them like actually leveling up a well-balanced thing. You don't level, eventually you don't level up super fast. Right. And those points become kind of hard to get or harder to get when you're trying to get somewhere on that path. It, I think, y- yeah. Cause I'm I trying mean, to kind get, of, I'm trying to get to where I can hold the full crew with yeah, me and yeah. command that many people that match how much my ship can handle. And it's taking me and I'm still not there. And I've been doing, I've been working on it for five to eight levels now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Trying to, because I get, I'm like, oh, but I also want to be able to do weapon upgrades three. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> you know so what I mean? that's where the, that's where the challenge comes in is like balance, the balancing act of which skills are you going to take over the other. And that's kind of what I ran into too. 
Um, and, and it's not only that, like you still, for those weapon upgrades, you still have to go research them just because you pick the skill doesn't mean you automatically unlock it. You unlock the ability to go research the ability yes. to craft it. Which takes which materials. takes materials. And it's not just a little. It's an ass load most, most of the time. And it's usually and it's an ass load. shit. Yeah. And I some do of that like stuff is like. Yeah, I do like the overflow as well. That does help out a ton. You have to actually understand and be smart about it. Know what your current resources are. That's the one thing they actually got right in the game is like giving you a list of your inventory and what you had have in your inventory at the time. Everywhere else, you can't see that. If you want to go purchase goods from a fucking vendor, it doesn't tell me how many of those things I have in my inventory. So I can right. say, yep, I do or I don't need this thing. Yeah. But if I go to the research center, suddenly they figured it the fuck out there. I don't know. Dude, dude I, and you know, how, okay, I don't know how far I was into the game before I realized when you're tracking something. I was yeah. like, so what the fuck does that mean? And then I found it. Yeah. It's the little goddamn the little magnifying, magnifying glass. glass. Yes. That's saying, because like, I, I would, I mean, I knew, I didn't take long to figure out the contraband. Mm-hmm. The little yellow square thingy. You right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, so that means, which sucks because I never picked that shit up. I'm fine. I find that mech warfare shit everywhere on when I'm attacking bases. And I never take that shit with me because it's contraband. I don't want to fuck really? with it. Really? Yeah. I just, dude, it. I always take it and take it and immediately go to the wolf system and drop it off in the den immediately Ugh. sell it see i haven't got that far yet i don't think i'm not messing with that yeah you but just need yeah, i just you just dude, i mainly just system, i travel to random planets explore kill shit work on my and when i when i get high on my mass cargo yeah i just like that tells me it's time to go build shit at my outpost yeah so i can drop some weight in like tungsten or something you know like iron whatever i have a fuck ton of but that overflow thing i don't know how many times i've like fucked that up where i'm like yeah the thing I have the most of is the last thing I'm clicking on, like a yep. jackass, instead yep. of doing it first to see what gets taken care of. Yeah, I definitely did that when I was trying to fuck around yesterday. Man, I was I was trying to I was trying to work on I think some scope mods, and I just picked the wrong order. And then I realized it after the fact. And I, I got up to the top, and I'm like, "Oh, that sure as shit says titanium up there." And I do not have an ass load of titanium. Yeah. So yeah, been there, done that. Yeah, and I honestly, man, I don't know. Maybe World of Warcraft did break me more than I want to admit because I don't mind. I have to like tell myself to stop collecting shit. Yeah, just picking stuff up. Just, well, like mining, like using my. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Using my laser. I get sidetracked just fucking. What is that? Um, I can too. I do have to, but I, I, I don't think I'm as bad as you. I don't think I was ever as bad as you were. Like you, but you also. Like I, I did some pretty stupid shit, but you were on Dude, a different think, level, man. I think it was archaeology that broke yeah, me it was archae- in World of Warcraft. That's what yeah. broke that two days straight to get because the you just the don't do anything. Yeah, you just literally get, don't do anything except for go gather, gather shit. Like just yeah. pick stuff off, off. and you don't even pick it up the first time. You go put a point down to go figure out if you can go put another point down to figure out if you can go put another point down to finally maybe figure it out. Yeah, I think that's what broke me was Zenrock on yeah. World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah that sure. archaeology is the most pointless thing that a game it has ever invented. So good when I had that weapon, though. <laughs> so fucking good on my Death Knight tank, bro. Yeah, blood Death Knight tank, if I can recall. Yeah, eons ago. Oh, <laughs> sir. Yeah, you remember? You're like, you're still awake. <laughs> you're still flying. I haven't stopped. I'm so close. <laughs> Dude, that was a rough weekend, man. I like got no sleep fucking with that thing. 
Yeah. It was, I just couldn't stop. And then something, something in my brain snapped and it's never been the same. Cause now I just have like no problem. What is that called? I mean, that's what I mean. It's been so long since I've like, wow. What is that called when you're just like hunting down resources? Farming. I mean, Farming. Yeah. Yeah. I have like no issue with it. And I find myself in Starfield, like telling myself, like, I don't, I don't need this shit that bad. Like stop fucking doing that. And plus, if you really want some of that stuff that bad, just go to some normal traders. They carry a bunch of that shit. Yeah, so I've gotten off their inventory. Right, I've gotten to the point that I look at the uh, rarity level, and if it's not if it's not uncommon or higher, then I I just fuck off. That's kind of where I've gotten because you have to, you know. If I don't have a, which I do like that they do that. I like when you find rare shit that's like four stars or whatever on it, and you're like, oh, I'll keep that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They they've started introducing the color coding just like everything else. They've introduced a star level on there. It's really easy to tell. You know, like if you're going to pick up a legendary mineral, you know, you know, hey, this is something you really need to pay attention to. I think I figured that out after we talked the last time when we were playing. You were saying, hey, are you picking up all this mineral around the. uh, Yeah, the uh, Kelamide or whatever it is. And I I took every bit of it. And I definitely wasn't on the first few of those ones because I just wasn't paying any attention. And now you can for sure find me just fucking mining the shit out of that. Even so so much so. so good then. Yeah, even so much so that the last uh, last artifact I mined, I had a uh, Starborn pop up behind me. Well, before I'd even picked up the artifact. I had a starborn pop up behind me and start just shooting me in the back while I'm just busy mining away. Didn't even realize he was there. I was too busy farming. So one of my biggest complaints, and it's sudden so stupid. I don't even think it's my biggest complaint. That maybe that's not true. One of my dumbest complaints, let's say that, about this game. I don't like that you can't loot the starborn after you kill him. Um yeah, I think there's a lot of problems with the starborn. In general. Um, I think so, too, from what I've messed with. And I know you're farther than me, but, yeah, I'm not real intrigued with um, how that's working out. You get attacked by six of them, you know? Yeah. You shoot them, they disappear randomly, chameleon style. You shoot them, you kill them, and there's nothing there. You do gain something from them, and they think that's supposed to be, like... So, okay, I guess we'll talk about it. You've gained it um, because you've killed them. Uh, so if you, you, to actually use it, you have to go to the start menu and go into the special section for your powers. And in there, you'll have an essence. I can't remember the exact name of the essence, but it's like starborn essence of some sort. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's the essence. You can't even hotkey it if I remember right. No, no, you quite literally have to go into, yeah. And, and and use it. You, You cannot use it from anywhere else. You have to go to the start menu and use it. Um, and all that does is reduce the time or, or yeah, increase the rate at which your power abilities regenerate your, your starborn power abilities, which you do get some pretty cool ones. Like later in the game, I've reached the point where I can duplicate myself. So oh, can, sick. Yeah. So I can double myself now and have another one of me running around helping me out. That's pretty um, cool. Yeah. So like, it, it's not one of the ones I use the most. I think the thing I still use the most is just, uh, sense star stuff. Um, I like never just, use that. I've got to start using that. I always use the I dash use a, or the wave. Yeah, I use sense star stuff constantly, and then I'll I'll pop to something else just to see if I can just make sure I know where things are at, and I, I toggle between my my star powers that way. Hmm. Um, but yeah, um, it it to me, I've never used a single essence so far, so I don't even I know how either. helpful they are. Um, I haven't it, either. I I don't I don't know. Um. Doesn't that say a lot, though? I, I mean, mean, just that. I mean, we about one the of those. 
about the lack of design. Yeah, totally. I mean, it just, it's another kind of uh, failure of that, the game and and what they're really thinking about it. I, I get that. I mean, I really don't understand why they don't make it lootable and make the Starborns actually have a better reason Stuff? to go kill them. Yeah. Something, yeah. I mean, you can't, you cannot even access their ship, though I found through forums when I figured out, when I went and searched why is the Starborn uh, a Guardian inaccessible, uh, that you can actually get it to be accessible. You just have to time it correctly. Um, so like you literally have to wait until they, when you see one land coming to land, you have to be at its landing spot when they land and run up the wing as they're all coming out to meet you. And then then at that point you can go in the ship, murder them all and take the star, uh, the starborn guardian early. It will let you in the inside of that ship. Yes. And you can take it and it can, you can own it and, and use it. Yeah. Early. Can you, but can you even like adjust, make adjustments to it? Can you I don't know about it? all that, but I know that you can actually take one. You just have to do it that way. You have to so, like sneak in when they're trying to come out. I don't think this is um, a shocking statement. And I think, I think it's what a lot of people have come around to believe. Um, and I listen, I'm not going to sit here and trash talk the game because I love the game, but there is a lot of glitchiness. There's some, some things that just shouldn't I fell through the world. Yeah. A I world. felt it. I, I, so what happened here, this is hilarious to me. I, I, I haven't seen anybody else say this has happened yet. I've seen the whole people talking about ships falling or rocks following them, uh, yeah. asteroids following. Them. I've seen, I've seen someone say New Atlantis follows them everywhere they go. The planet nice. and Jemison, <laughs> yeah, is always there, which is fucking hilarious. That's but awesome. Th- so on the, on the negative side, I've seen all that, right? And that's happened to me where this is my story. When I redid my ship the last time, mm hmm. Uh, I called it Chimera. I don't even remember what ship I fucking revamped because it could hold six people. Changed mm-hmm. it all. Fit my cargo. Did reactor C because I'm leveled up enough to do shit like that now. Was upgrading my stuff. And every time I would land, my sh- it would instantly kick me out of my ship. Like when I would land somewhere, I want to be in my ship. Mm-hmm. Right? But as soon as I would look back, my ship was taking off without me. <laughs> And not once, no matter what I did, I tried reloading. I could not. I tried chasing it down, thinking I could click on it and get in it real quick while it was taking off. Like, couldn't. No matter what I did, everywhere I went, it put me on the ground outside my ship, and my ship would fucking take off. And I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? So I was like, I had to fat. The only way to put me back in my ship is I'd fast travel. Everywhere, yeah. but to planets. Yeah. And then finally I clicked on one solar system. And so I was like, let me try instead of clicking on an actual landing spot, let me just click on like a planet system and see if I can hit the travel button. Yeah. And so I used a quest that put me in a, st- like a star system and I was inside my ship. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't even know what fixed it because they still, every time I landed, it took off until, oh no, I know what fixed it. I had to go s- land and work on my ship and redo it. And I added, I either set a different ship as my home ship or I redid building it. And yeah. that was the only thing that worked. But I dealt yeah. with that for a while where it was just, and I was like, I guess I'll just play the game with my ship never being where I could get in it. I mean, like, I'll just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever, you know? And I was like, this is what people are talking about. So this is where I'm going with the statement that I think everybody agrees with is the game just came out too early. I mean, hands down, I think yeah. there's a lot of fuck ups in it. And they were just, I don't know that I'm not going to sit here and say, I know what happened because I don't. But I could easily see that pressure came down on these people to get this game out. Yeah. And nobody listened to the fact that it wasn't ready. 
And I could be wrong. That's just my opinion. That's what it looks like happened. Like, yeah, I think, I think that's a, that's a very generous way to state what happened. Sure. 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 Yeah. Hopeful, hopeful Um, thing. Sure. So I think, I think with games anymore, what you're going to see and what we have seen over the last, um, at least two years through maybe three now is a lot of new games have come out with, um, the model of live beta. And this is a game that definitely should have come out and just been launched as live beta. It should have never really been launched as a real full game at this time. Right. It should still be in beta mode because it's still a beta game. It behaves everything like a beta game. Yeah, it's not as so many flaws people find. It's not as bad as some other games. That's for sure. Like, I mean, it's not, it's not a piece of trash game. It's just not complete. Yeah. Um, there's there's things that fall apart. It, it, I have not experienced the the, I guess the the bugginess that some others have have experienced. But uh, like I said, I did fall through a planet one time. Um, that was interesting to try to figure out how to swim up and in back out of the planet. But I figured that out eventually. That's wild. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, y- you know, uh, I I think that. Th- Bethesda just has in the leadership of Bethesda. If you look and read the articles that they put themselves into, um, they have a way of portraying and presenting themselves that makes me feel like they believe they're too good for what the current industry trends are. Um, Mm. They think they're, they can still be the kingpins of everything and they just really aren't. They're going to find really quickly that they're, they're not, they're not that anymore. Well, you know, this is what there's, there's other things too. I mean, I, I feel like this game has so many split opinions. I mean, mm-hmm. I've just seen a lot of people to like love or hate it, you know, which I mean, I feel like Chipotle is that way, you know, whatever, yeah. Yeah. I'd love or hate it. Um, I do love the game. I, like I said, I do agree that it, it needed more time. It, I'm not against the beta comment. I don't really care about that either. I think it's funny what some people complain about though. Like, I know we would like to have, see different transitions for like landing on planets and traveling on planets. I agree with all that, yeah. but I think it's funny when some of these people was like, I want to just be able to fly through space. I think if you understood the size of space, I don't think that's true. That, you right. could, you, you really, unless you make your ship go at the speed of light and your eyes could process what that meant, which would just be you going straight into black. I don't, I think they'd have to, the dimensions of travel would be so nuked. It would be the same as just having faster. I think what, what I'm saying is people are going to complain either way. Either you, you try. You got to find like a happy medium. I do. I do like our first thought in the first episode. I do remember us talking about we. Uh, you you said like you know instead of having a load screen, it shows you a video of you landing, being able to fly into the atmosphere and stuff. Right. I do like that idea. But right. There, there's got to be a fly from Earth to Mars in any kind of rational scale. It's all black. The, the, I don't think people understand the vastness of just nothingness in space. Sure. It's nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, that is definitely true. And that's kind of where like the bridge between, um, what they have as their grab jump, um, and what other games have done for, you know, space travel should be kind of that bridge. They do have, you know, a separate, loading screen travel screen for when you don't exit the star system 
and you're just going to another planet in the star system. Yes. Um, and then they have a different loading screen for when you go from star system to star system. Now, like, okay, that's okay-ish. Now, how can I say once I've arrived at the planet I want to go to, I don't need to then have another loading screen to go into the planet. I can just go into yeah. the planet. Yeah, they need now, to. That's the, that's the problem that they're, they're they're running into here. And what if and it I went get the other that way where they just removed a- all fast travel? Like, <laughs> 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 you know, what if they're like, fuck everybody, instead of like doing the happy medium and finding the right. Because that's what it is. Likely, they yeah. To, they need There's to find no the right real medium. pragmatic way to implement any one of these solutions for a real time travel. Because even think about it, like if if you have a sh- a ship in orbit around a planet, even time for reentry into the into the planet onto the ground into the ocean, like not making a safe landing, just plummeting into Earth onto the ground would be minutes of yeah. time. Not not just fast travel loading like so. Right. That's what I'm saying. There's, there's, yeah, there's a scale there, is, there. You have to re- you have to reduce the scale of of actual yeah. distance down to make it not or, annoying or terrible, or increase the speed that the 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 ships actually travel at. Right, like that's the other thing. It's like so an ungodly. But it would be funny though. Right. I just think it'd be funny if they removed all, just remove all fast travel. Like right, you want fucking free space travel? Good luck getting to the next solar system as you hit key lock and you wait three days to get to <laughs> one planet. You know, <laughs> like you know how fucking bad that would be. <laughs> twenty minutes. You're like I got something at my outpost, and that takes you twenty minutes to get back down and land. Oof. I mean, it's it's what only eight minutes from here to uh, the, the sun via sunlight. So <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I think that's right. Yeah. Well, I remember as a kid, they used to always say the sunlight we're seeing is four years old, but I don't think that's no. That it's like eight, something that eight is, minutes behind. Yeah, yeah. It's eight that old. makes more sense to me. Yeah. yeah. So, but I'm just saying, there's like, you know, so some of the complaints. I'm just like, you know, it's some you got to take something. You're you're searching at this point, you know. Yeah. But cuz there's enough you don't have to search for to complain about. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, there's 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 full on right problems that they have in the game without just the being focused on the loading screens. The loading screens are definitely problematic. One of my least favorite loading screens that they have in this game that it, it's cool the first time you see it. It's not cool the 900th time you see it is the goddamn docking station. That, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I was paid a really cool it, the first time you saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Not so much right now. Like I, I'm kind of over it. Um, It just seems like it takes longer than everything else, yeah. but it does that weird sway. It just sways in. It's like, I, like I get it, up. man. I yeah. get it. I, I just fucking take me in. Yeah. God in- damn it. Insert. Let's go. <laughs> We're but anyway, we're married. Come on, it's just not just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, shit, shit. But like, I mean, the inventory system's a good thing. Mini map still not in the game. I a know. regular map is not in the game. Yeah. Like these are things that the the game actually has that it could solve. Um, well, realistically, or, you know, um, I still have my Skyrim map, hard copy. Yeah, <laughs> they sent me with the game. You know, right. so I, w- I would love to see some maps, hard copy maps, come out. You know, yeah, that'd be nice. Sure, I'll pull it out. <laughs> Plot my star travel. You know, yeah, I don't know, dude. It, like I said, I I love the game. I'm still continuing to play it. I still enjoy playing it. I'm looking forward to playing it all the time. Um, 
but I do think it needed more time. And that's why I'm pretty hopeful or pretty optimistic. I think a year from now, this game will be even better. Yeah. Personally. I think it just needed a year behind closed doors to get more work on it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, agree. I just want an actual legit answer why there's not a mini map. And I don't want the bullshit answer. I want the real answer. You know, we, I, I would love to hear the, the actual, and I haven't looked for it because I feel like someone would have said it if it was out there. On your but the, the truth, the truth has to be, yeah, we didn't have the time with the time crunch we had to fuck with that, and so we just chose not to. What yeah, other, we chose, what, what we other chose, Bethesda game gives you a mini map? Right. That's the answer. Is well, we don't do that, is their answer. No, that's not true. Go to Skyrim and get in a town and pull up the map because you can see where the houses are you unlocked and stuff. You can see the, the doors and you can hover over them. I don't think it was like that originally. Mm, no, I think it was. I was a day one guy at the line waiting to get that game. I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. Yeah. I'll and they didn't make do, they out didn't, my PS3 version, man. Dude, they didn't go Start for up it, an old console. Do, same with Fallout. Because they didn't do back then. They didn't do... Um, the amount of updates that they do online nowadays. Back then, it was way more common to just play a game offline. You know, Game right. Pass wasn't like it is. Right. And you didn't have these constant updates with shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the the pace of gaming in life is moving so much faster than it used to. Right. Um. You know, this game took five, ten years to come out, and they would get it out, and then you wouldn't see an expansion or even talk about one, if one, for a year, two plus, easy. You know. Yeah. So it's moved quicker than that, but. Yeah, because I also, so I saw someone had a sticker they put on their door that is the icon on Skyrim that's like your final, de your destination. Like, this is where you're supposed to go. You know, that silver, that gold point. I can almost pull up a picture and show you. Um, someone had that on their front door, and the guy, and someone had posted a picture <laughs> of it, like the mail guy, and he's like, I saw this, and it makes me happy every time I see it. <laughs> but you could go, you would pull up the city map, and where you were supposed to go, that would be on the house, on the map. Yeah. Yeah. So you would know what house you were trying to get to. Yeah. So yeah. I don't I don't know why they don't have a start button, a map button you hit to see where the fuck you're at in any location. Because I keep hearing jokes that people's like, uh, fresh graduate coder could have that done in two days about a mini map. I mean, I've seen so many people post that like that's not a big deal. It's truly what, not a big deal. They need to put it in the fucking game then. So I, the, because it's like to me, okay, you know what the well is? On New Lands? Yeah. yeah. yeah I didn't know that there. existed forever because there's not a fucking map to tell you that that's there. I didn't see a And there's only two, there's only like two or three ways to get, there's only literally three ways to get into it. Yeah. There's one that goes to the Bast transit system. There's one next to uh, uh, Jemison Mercantile. And then yep. there's one entrance in the lodge. In the lodge, yeah. Yeah. There are three ways to get into it. And they're, they're, none of them are marked. Yeah. You just that's have to know. Hidden nope. club. Anyway, yeah. So I mean, there's things like that. I just, you know, I just don't understand. But, but no, I it was fun. Know, man. I mean, let's be honest. It was a good excuse for me to play this game some more. Dude, I mean, I can't. Uh, I put a, a crap ton of hours on the game. Like I said, I, I'm up to 32 now. So like, you know, I went from being like way behind you to almost caught up. So, in yeah. in. It's definitely a playable game, and I would definitely come back and continue to play. Um, I want to continue to like push my run and then start a new game and see what that's like. Don't know if I'd ever 
continue a new game and see what that uh, is like or what it would be like resetting with everything. Um, that's yeah. an interesting thought. I yeah, don't know why you would hard. ever do it. Same. And that's why yeah. I kind of had this thought like, do will I even do another? I feel like if I ever decide to go, that means I'm done playing. Right. I'll see what it looks like and then I'll just turn it off. Right. You know, whereas some people's not, I've seen some people say like they've done all the stuff and then they wait but, till they're waiting to get to that universe that they want to be in. And then they're going to settle up, settle down. And you know, they, I'm like, that's kind of crazy. I mean, I guess if you know, you figured out you really didn't like Sarah, it's one way to get rid of her. Sure. But I, I think I made all the decisions I, I, I like so far. Like I, I like, my, I, I like my decisions I made. So don't let uh, Sarah hear you say that. She'll dislike yeah, that. But she's dead. So I'm good. With <laughs> yeah, it. You chose Sam go. Uh, no, I I chose, uh, I chose, yeah, I chose Sam and Andresia, but yeah, I, well, I didn't have to go after uh, Andresia was with me, and Sarah was on the eye, and she died on the eye. Okay, mm-hmm. so my, okay, so you went, you chose to stay at the lodge. Yep. Yeah. I chose to go to the eye. No, I stayed at the. And when I came back, Samco was dead on the floor, and his daughter was freaking out, and I was like, someone said, someone, I saw a post, internet's undefeated. So I also want to say, Sam goes, hurt my feelings to see Sam go. I really liked him. But I'll always choose for him to go because I can't stand that piece of shit kid of his. (laughs) 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 I'm just like, oh my gosh. It's like, nothing brings me more happiness than her fucking losing her mind. I'm like, dude, what's wrong with you? What is wrong with you people? But I guess this game lets you be whoever you want to be. Yeah. Yeah, almost, almost. We have another one that's coming up that you get to do that even more. Not the next one though. The one after? The one after. I am um I'm excited for the next two games. I'm super excited for the next two games. Both of yeah. the next two games. Yes. Yeah. Like the, these games are seriously something. Dude. Bangers. All left yeah. and right, man. Yeah. And I honestly, dude, I still gotta find time to get back into Zelda Tears of Kingdom because I'd like to play that some more too. And there's that, yeah. Yeah, I keep it on my like to do list just so I don't forget about it. But uh, you know, that's gonna be that's gonna be the situation we talked about at the beginning of this episode was getting back into how hard it will be. Zelda will be one of those I struggle to get back into to know what the fuck I was working on. Right. Yeah. You know, I can see that for sure. Whereas this game, I just so far haven't really even the couple days I've taken off here and there, I've been able to get back in, and it takes a minute. And that's why I said I'll cushion it with my bias. It's probably just because I love space travel. And I go, yeah, well, you know, I'll work on my ship. I'll work on my outpost, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I always have I find to pick, myself doing shit. Yeah. I always have to pick something. Just pick something to do. I like yeah. go find something in the quest log because I'm never going to remember what the fuck I was doing before. Yeah. For sure. I usually um, bookmark the quest I was wanting to go. And so like, okay, I'm just starting up with this quest. Move forward. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, I mean, we've talked about this game, I and mean, I think I've said everything I wanted to say so far. I mean, it, it needs more work. It needs more time. I'm, I would love to see what the de- – oh, I do have one – I do want to say one thing. I think this game has – one of the reasons I think this game has so much potential is because they didn't really introduce an alien race in this game yet. Um yeah. And I think that – because you have these terramorphs. I mean, you have aliens, but you don't have like – what would you call that? Like have higher – Yeah, there's no intelligent yes. uh, alien be- beings. They're all right. used as like – controllable warfare weapons is what yes. they really were. So, so yeah, so it's all creatures and things, you know, of sorts. So did, did you get through the UC line then? Yep. To yeah, find out that. what the Terramorphs were? I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Little fucking... Yeah. They, they come back is their, yeah, their heat, uh, the heat, heat leeches, uh, is what you leeches, hear. I've yeah. been hearing 
Every time you land, I love that. You, you hear me like, ah, oh, that more than heat leeches on there. And you've seen it in every fucking sci-fi movie where there's some kind of space creature that's on the fucking thrusters or on the bottom of the ship. Like, like you'd imagine in the oh. ocean barnacles and they have to kill them. I do want to talk to you. You finished that quest line. And that one was actually one of the funner quest lines. What did you do to Vevictus? Uh, so, what happened to Vevictus in the end? So Vevictus for me, let me see here. I mean, I can. So tell you okay, what. for those who are not caught up in the storyline, Vevictus is the general who was in, responsible for the, the the main war inside of the Starfield uh, universe, one of the universes. But the Starfield universe that you're currently playing in, yeah. um, and war he. Criminal. He's a war criminal. He was sentenced to death. Uh, surprise. They didn't kill him. He, yeah, Spoiler. He, he, he's uh, Hen- Henry Kissinger in this and still living in somebody's basement. <laughs> yes. Yes. Dude. So, yeah. And I'm trying to think. I mean, I know I chose for him. Uh, he needed to be punished, but I can't remember. I'm like, right me, maybe right there where. Because um, they paid me and made me a citizen one. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I think I said. Did you tell? Did you tell his daughter? Yes. That she he was alive. Yep. Okay, so he's dead now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because well, you get a, you get to say. I mean, you can. I don't know if how you can. Things, you it can gave me the up. option. It gave me the option after I told her at the end of the end of all that in the cabinet. They're like, "What's your I? You know, what did you? I had an option to say he deserves to pay to her before we went in the cabinet. He deserves to die. I had that mm-hmm. option. But I think I just said, I'm going to leave that up to you for her or whatever. Yeah. And she's always Uh, going to make that choice. Yeah. So, so, yeah. As soon as, so there is, yeah. In that quest line. Oh, he's getting interrogated when I left. The other dude in the cabinet's like, I'll send someone to interrogate him right now. Gotcha. Um, But I definitely said, fuck that guy. Awesome. All right. Yeah. So my natural instinct was to say, fuck that guy too. Because piece of fucking shit. Right. But when you hear the, that recording of him, and that's when I was like, yeah, when he's go. like, you got he's go, like, buddy. He, yeah. When he realizes he knows how Terramors are created and that he just wants to lock away the knowledge so that he has the knowledge um, and then can use it how he sees fit or how he wants to, then, to hold it over people and then just massacres an entire city. He tried to have um, you kill the warlock or he does have you kill the warlock or lace does Dr. You, lace. Who and he's he tries got to it on him. And he does, yeah. So and the cabinet's like, we got this information on him, and I'm like, yeah, no, it's not him. <laughs> it's yeah. this, it's Vavictus. And then someone, someone there in the picture is like, he's still alive. A Percival or somebody was like, he's still alive. And like, yeah, he's still fucking alive. Yeah, not Percival. Long. Yeah. So uh, I went the I went the other route. Uh, I wanted to see what happened when he lived. He uh, because I mean it's not real life, and I can kill him later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's the good thing about new game plus is I'll get to kill him later. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I chose to keep him alive. I guess you get to do some like um, some war criminal missions uh, with him later. Really? He, yeah. He, he will sell you information or not sell you, but he'll give you information about other um, like high war criminals like or lace and him. <laughs> and you get to go hunt them down. Yeah, yeah. So so he's the only one that's left. Like I said, he's pulling a full you, Henry Kissinger. Did you um, ever tell Did you ever tell her then? No, I didn't. I did not. You, so she doesn't know her dad's alive or her clone no. daddy. Clone daddy, whatever you want to call him. No. Interesting. No. Yeah, I uh 
I don't like uh, lying. That's if they would word it differently, I could probably get away with it. But that's like what I, cause I thought about not telling her like, so there were some options to not say with, where you didn't have to lie. I just chose the lie option because meh, I just, yeah, chose but it. omitting the truth's the same thing. Cause the option was there to say something. I, and I just went, cause I think one of the options I chose, I dodged the answer, the question. You're right. Yeah. The you first dodge time. It. And yep. then it came up again. And it, like one of the options was lie. And I just went, Oh yeah. No, it gets down to the point where you, you either, you have a, you have to tell her or you have to lie. lie. Yeah. And I just went, I can't fucking do that shit. So before it came down to just that option, I just was already like, nah, just tell this bitch. I ain't fucking with this. Yeah. And and normally that's probably what I would have done. Like, but that's the thing is like half. So that's one of the other knocks. I would say it gets this game is like half of your decisions really don't make a real difference to you fundamentally and how people view you. And that's one thing that I kind of think they really failed at hard in this game. And I don't think there's any course correcting. Um, it's something that like other no, that's games integrated in how the system is and how the game. Right. Is yeah. Though. Yeah. So I think other games have done that, like your decision and how they affect you and the perception of not just like your core companions, but like the rest of the world sees you should be really part of this. And if it's going to be considered a next gen RPG game, it really needs to be part of it is like your actions need to have a broader impact and not just who your core companions are, but like, all of communities. So who this is know where you are. I feel like I've interrupted you a lot on this episode and I apologize. You're good, man. I feel like this is where mass effect has stomped them in the fucking ground. Sure. As a, as a storyline and what matters to what you do matters on factions, mm-hmm. gr- races that decide to follow you into combat for the final shit. And not yeah. only that, the way they have their system, I don't know if you've ever been told this, the way your saves go from Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3, you can carry over decisions that are from Mass Effect 1 will affect your gameplay in Mass Effect 3. Let's, so who's on main storyline character quest, like main storyline Aerith level shit will be yeah. f- fucking affected by the third one. Whereas right. I don't feel that kind of connection to characters on this at all. That's the way that Dragon Age works as well. Just. Yeah kind of throwing that out there but i mean it's the same type of thing and really it should be like that if they want something that's long-term and lasting and make new game plus really matter like make your rep matter that's where and that's where i think i don't fault them a whole lot because i do think that that's a hard to give the freedom that bethesda has always done in their games and find the connection to storyline shit I mean, I just feel like I'm not saying it's impossible. I just feel like The Witcher Three did a pretty good job at that. Sure, um, it was super involved in storyline, but also a lot of freedom. I just think it's a hard one to juggle. I mean, I just I, I'm really not saying is. it's easy. I'm just saying that it, it's an it's another place where I think they faltered a little bit yeah. here. Like they almost needed to hire some more writers to fucking like get some actual depth to this stuff. You know, I agree. I agree. I mean, because that's why The Witcher I think so appealing is it's got the source material that's just like. You know, it's all there to build the characters on. Right. You know, whereas right. this is just not, this is just some people made this shit up, but yeah. But anyway, but yeah, dude, happy new year to you, by the way. Yeah. You as well. Merry Christmas and happy new year. Yes. To yes. you and the listeners. Absolutely. Hope that, hope that everyone is having a good one this time of year. A little yeah, late, yeah. but 
yeah. little late, but it's like pouring snow here. It's it like is finally. It's very looking oh, very yeah. Christmassy. It's a outside. Christmas miracle. I think I sent <laughs> you that, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. No, so you know, I, like I said, we could we could nick, nitpick this all day long. Um, my score after playing more hours now, I, I bet I've got at least forty hours of actual playing logged. I would have to imagine. Yeah. At least actual like solid, not walking off solid forty hours playing. Yeah. Um, and I would say I don't. I didn't even go back and check what score I gave it last time, but I know I'm I'm at a nine point five right now. Nice. So, and I you know I know you usually go for you do the game thing stuff, but I just feel like I was trying to think about not not. I almost am happy I didn't go back and check my score. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because this is just without me knowing. I'm not trying to match what I did last time. That's what I feel today after 40 hours hardcore in and seeing a bunch of shit. I've seen way more in this game than I've played. That's kind of problematic too, but yeah. So I've put a crap ton of time in this game and for all of the flaws that I think that it has, that's for sure. Like I could probably could keep listing them. And I think that's one of the things like we're always going to keep listing them. Um, One of the things that really does excite me about this though, is that it is, it's got mod support already kind of coming out live from what I've already seen. People have already started modding out some of those fucking load screens. Um, No more docking stations. If you play on PC, that's an option you can have. You can have better bags. Um, So there is a community around this that does make it the game better. Um, It's like an army of people working on it. Yeah. And, but I have been playing on Xbox. And so, um, at least that's where I've been playing the most of the time is on the Xbox. It's just been um, a pretty simple game to be able to pick up and, and play from there. At least the controls are very adaptable and ready to play there. Um, I, I'd say, you know, uh, with as much time as I put in here, I couldn't probably give it anything lower than at least a, a, a 9.0 um, it's a really, really solid game. Uh, it's something definitely I'd continue to play. Um, I'm interested to see how much I'll get involved with like New Game Plus, though. It's a, yeah, like I agree, and like we said, because I'm kind of curious yeah. if I if I to make that leap through, <coughs> if <coughs> I could see one of two things happening. I could see, and probably predictable to say this, I could see me going, eh, okay, cool. Everybody at Constellation's a kid now. Cool. Yeah. And then shutting the game off. Or I could see me it revi- revamping all my interest and in, to redo things and see what different options I get. Like I could see that happening. I just, I don't right. know that that will happen. Right. Um, yeah. And so that's, I mean, that's, like I said, I'm biased and I know my score is going to reflect that. <laughs> I mean, it just 9.5 does because, dude, it's about space and it's open travel. And like I said, I got really, really in love with my spaceship shit, like building it, flying around. That's yeah. why if they find that happy medium of letting free ex- space exploration happen a little bit more, yeah. and a little less load screen and fast travel, just find the right happy medium for me would improve it. I like the idea of being able to fly down to a planet. And and they, I've heard that they're talking about how to travel around on the planets, you know, coming right. up with a system for that. So that'd be cool. But See, that would be that to me would be like a huge game changer for them, because uh, as far as I know, like the the unique locales are like procedurally generated. Um, 
So for each little uh, world you jump into, you jump in with like a set of parameters and it just generates that world. Yeah. So it only exists for a certain range. Now, if you can expand that and once you lapse into a new zone with different parameters and it shows like a blend into that new terrain, that would be fucking amazing. Dude, and I mean, if they want to tie it to your ship, think if you just had like a spacecraft, that's an upgrade for your ship as a some kind of device that you drive off of your ship, like a little light, little land speeder thing or something, you know, to travel Dude, around. That'd be cool. You know, that would be like, if they give you, you got an spaceships, ability, you got to have something. Yeah. Roll if they the give you Polaris four by four. Yeah. You need you some know? ground travel, uh, something that you're carrying around. Fucking so. dirt bike. <laughs> something, man, yeah. you have to have something. Find some fucking hilltop vert ramps, some fucking BMX shit. You know, I don't know. Anyway, um, so Dark Crater Boulevard. We don't. We have no reason to talk about this brewery. Uh, everybody knows it's one of our favorite. If you listen, um, yeah. So so much so, I, I opened up two of them. <laughs> yes, yes, dude. Yes, you did. And one of the ones I'm really a fan of, which mm. uh, was it is good still. Dude, Benny was talking to me about wanting to try that after hearing our episode on it. The, you know, the proper a, pour? Yeah, because that was, I think, my birthday one he got me. So Yeah, yeah, it, it I'm, is I'm fucking delicious, yes. It's still so, delicious. I will read a little bit from their website on this uh, Dark Crater, and then since I stole your thunder on the game because I just couldn't help myself, um, you can tell me your score on this beer first, which actually I think I kind of like mixing this up a little bit, to be honest with you. All right. Your yeah. score first after you open the wrong one. So Okay. Um, <laughs> so Dark Crater, barrel-aged Doppelbach. Uh, not a cab or a double uh, imperial style. Um, Dark Crater is our big barrel age take on a classic German style. Barrel aging this rich and complex lager adds a layer of wood and whiskey complexity over the caramel malt, which is balanced by a soft roastiness. This Dark Crater is worth falling into. Uh, 12.5 ABV, like we talked about. Um, and then the color was amber, dark amber. Yeah, yeah. It's like caramel, man. It was yes. like I had poured a glass of like liquid caramel syrup into my glass. Um, so yeah. So for me on this one, it was, it was definitely, hmm, it was maybe a little above average. I'm shooting at like 7.7 on this one. Um, it wasn't like the best thing in the world, but it's not like going to knock your socks off either. Um, it might have been due to maybe the age and the fact that it's, um, got some sediment in there. I'm wondering if some of the flavor didn't mellow out of it because I really didn't catch a whole lot of barrel. I really didn't catch a whole lot of, um, bourbon whiskey, nothing out of that. Really. It was kind of flat almost. It wasn't terrible. It was just <laughs> mediocre. It also, yeah, it was. Not, it tastes not, good. Yeah, I mean, it's not it the worst. Good. It's pretty good. Um, definitely drinkable. Um, just not, I mean, it's not knocking your socks off. That's for sure. Yeah, that's okay. So that kind of leads into what I was going with. It is like there was nothing to write home about. Like it doesn't really, nothing about it to me is like um, stands out, which may yeah. not necessarily be a bad thing. But as a, uh, we've had, we've had Doppelbox before, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Maybe we even not on here. I know we have outside of this podcast. Yeah. I know we have outside um, of this for sure. And this one is a little bit, what's the word I'm looking for? Rich, richer maybe than the ones we've had, which makes it to me, um, a little less drinkable over time, you know, because this is, this, this goes back to what we talked about that 
proper pour being one or two is dessert and you're done. Yeah. I feel like as a classic German style Doppelbach, you would probably want to drink more than one or two. And I just, I don't know that I would, this is so rich mm. to me. I don't know. Uh, a Doppelbach, you're typically probably only going to have maybe one or two. They're typically higher proofed anyways. Right. I believe. Maybe uh, I'm thinking the single Bach. <laughs> what is it? Is it Casey beer co that has the, Maybe that has a Bach that I almost treated more as a higher level beer, maybe a six or seven percent. I have to look that up, actually. I'm pretty sure Casey Beer Code does have a, a, a couple different um, things. I, I want to say they actually do have a double Bach or did at one point. Maybe they don't. They don't have it up on their normal year round listing. Maybe no, they just I'm have a winter Bach and a Dunkel Bach, but I'm guessing those are just some hybrid shit that they did. Uh, my Bach. And I might be getting confused with one of those. Oh, yeah, it's the green box. That is it. And it's only 5.9%. So that's probably where I'm getting the right. my memory's a little bit oh, skewed Oh, no, they're, they have the Wunkelbach is their Doppelbach. And so if you look at that, it's a 6.9%. Um, it is. Uh, so I guess that is a little bit. That is a lot lighter. So you may be actually really super right on this one. Uh, I may I be wrong. I just feel like they I, were I, a higher-end bud. They, I always compare things to, like, you got your lights you got your regular loggers and then you get into the higher content and then you get into what, when I, when you get above to me, double digit, that's like, pre, you're getting into premium shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm only drinking one or two. Whereas the last box I remember seeing, and I think I'm confusing it personally with the Amber Bach lager, the my box is what I think I'm actually confusing it with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a 5.9% and it was no big deal to drink six of those. Yeah. You know, four to six and you're good. Whereas this, uh, dark crater Doppelbach, dude, Two, a little rich, um, so, but nothing crazy great about it. Nothing bad. So just pulling this up from a craft beer website, so it's literally craftbeer.com, uh, the style, German, uh, German style Doppelbach, uh, Doppelbach meaning double, the style is a bigger, stronger version of a lower gravity German style Bach beers, originally made by monks in Munich. Uh, it's very food friendly. Uh, rich in melodinins. I'm not even gonna try to fucking pronounce that a third time. Uh, reminiscent, reminiscent of toasted bread, and this is something I definitely didn't get out of this. It was not very bready. wasn't very any. No, um, it was more sweet. I had a really strong right. sweetness to it to me. But um, color is copper to dark brown, which definitely hit this one. Malty sweetness is dominant. It was malting sweet. Sweet, yeah. Um, I got the sweet out of it. It should, says it should not be cloying. Um, not, I, I don't think it was cloying, but it was definitely sweet. Um, fresh, lightly toasted Munich style malt. See, I think this was a little bit more dark, uh, a little bit. Um, I, I don't know. I didn't get any of the bready flavor from this. I definitely caught some of the caramel toffee. Yeah, I got, the, I got the roastiness out of it. And a little bit of the whiskey that the, that the actual dark crater says they were going for was the Slayer wooden whiskey complexity. I did get some of that, but the caramel malt to me was like overpowering. I got a lot of like mm. in game in my mouth sweetness. So, yeah. But, okay. So you said, so I would agree with that too. You said I, I 7.7. Would, I would go with the seven, seven. It's, it's a fair, it's a fair drink, but it's not like a, it's not something I'm going to go out and try to find more of this one. Like, uh, and share it around. Not, not like the proper yeah. pour. The proper pour, I'm going to go out and try to share that. Yeah. So I'll go to someone's house and like, hey, you should try this. I'm like, yeah, I've tried it. And they're like, oh, you want a glass? I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah, sure. For yeah. So I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little higher than you. Uh, I'm an 8.2. Yeah. 
Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just because I, I mean, I did like the flavor. Like I said, it just, and flavor for, per ABV, I just go, yeah, I drink one or two of those. But I, you asked me if I wanted that other proper pour, I picked the proper pour. Yeah. 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 This, I gotta you tell you, this, this proper pour is just <laughs> crushing the crap out of this one. So uh, I will definitely enjoy sipping on the rest of this one for the right remainder on, of the night. Well, without further ado, man, uh, if you're ready, um, do you have anything you want to add to this episode? No, man, I, I don't. I hope everybody enjoyed the uh, bloopers from last time. Hopefully we'll get some more time to, to stick more of that type of stuff out there. We've got tons of that content Yeah, we uh, because <laughs> we I can't somewhere. talk. And so it's it's out there. Yeah. Oh, man. It's not just that you can't talk because I think you do. OK, you do fine. I th- there's just times I'm like, hey. Did I say what I think I said? That makes sense. How many corrections did I used to do after every episode? I'm sure if I kept track, I have more now. But big, hey guys, sorry last time I said this. That's not what happened, or that's not what I meant, or you know, I misunderstood. You know, whatever. Yeah. I feel like I always said something I would remember after the episode, and I'd be like, fuck, Mm-mm. that's not what I meant. Anyway, <laughs> uh, and that could be maybe I had too many 12.5s at that point. Who knows? Um. All right, sir. Without further ado. All right. Are you ready for this? Yeah, let's do it, dude. All right, fans, everybody out there listening, uh, I think if you at all are in the gaming world, you've heard of this game series, whether you've played it or not, which is us. For sure. We knew what it was. We kind of knew what it was. We'd heard of it. Heard of it. I've never played it or don't know what style of game even like to expect. Same. Same. Okay, good. Okay, good. In my mind, I'm thinking like some Grand Theft Auto type shit. That's kind of, yeah, that's kind of where I was at too. It was like almost RPG-ish, but yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we're going to find out. But there's six of them, so there's got to be fucking something to that. Right. Uh, exactly. So next time, on the monologues, wait for it. <laughs> wait for it. <laughs> Another game from Xbox Game Pass. Can you believe that? If we're going to be the Xbox Game pa- Pass podcast. That's another title we're adding to our uh, <laughs> shitty spoiler podcast, never on time podcast. Uh, I don't know. We have more of them. Uh, but it's Far Cry 6. Yeah. Build that up enough and then drop it off. Uh, yeah. Far Cry 6. <laughs> never, never played it. Never played any of them. I think for a while I was getting them mixed up with Just Cause. Or what is it? Was that another one? Well, there is a Just Cause series, series I think. Series, right. Yeah. Dude, I had I had them all so like interwoven, not making sense. I knew I'd see them. Like I said, yeah. anybody in the gaming world has probably heard of these games, if not played them. Yeah. Uh, I've never played them at all. So Far Cry 6. And I actually even have a Far Cry five coffee mug, man, from like when I worked at like GameStop part part time, they gave it to me. (laughs) Dude, are you shitting me? No, no, like no fucking joke. I have that. Interesting. Uh, uh, But I've still never even played the game. I just happened to walk away with a coffee mug. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, And with, you know, and I have to give a shout out to one of our best buds and friend of the podcast. Benedict just found us another brew. Yeah. And I think that I'm, we're going to just say that was his Christmas gift to us. I think, yeah, <laughs> you know? probably, sure, yeah. might as well be right. Yeah. Um, so it's I think we've kind of deciphered. It's hidden behind some walls here. It's Stone Brewing's arrogant bastard ale. I think it. So okay, but bottled if, by arrogant consortia. So there's some stuff there. Yeah, I think we'll have to dig into this more on the next podcast. But it says it's been released from arrogant consortia, which. Seems to be a spinoff of Stone Brewery. Um, so I don't know if this is something along the lines of what New Holland has done with Dragon's Milk. And this is now trying to be their 
quote unquote proprietary uh, ale. Um, but I mean, so far, at least from what I've seen, we may actually have something to be excited about with this next well, one. And I was going to say, um, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I bet it's good. Uh, the I mean, st- if, if people from Stone did work on this, if we're getting that correctly, um, Stone has really good beer. So I, we might be looking at something pretty tasty here. And I do like the logo on the can. It's like the cat, Stone, Demon, uh, Gargoyle face thing kind of going on. It's all right. It's called Arrogant Bastard Ale. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they definitely have gotten some stuff on here that we've enjoyed. So I think do, this will uh, hopefully to- be another one. In the name, it's kind of funny. I just now realized this. I kind of tied this in really well. There's a dad joke when you were gone getting your beer. You get time to go back and listen while you were okay. gone. Yeah, there's a slight dad joke in there that I didn't even realize how well it fits the name of that next beer. Arrogant, arrogant bastard ale. Perfect. So, all, all right. right. <laughs> anyway, man, um, you ready to wrap this baby up? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So if you like drinking. Or you like gaming. Join us next time on The Monologues.